Check one two one two one two one two. Mike check one two man. Yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord. Appreciate everybody coming in right now, man. Checking in with your boy, man. You are now watching the Areola Roller Coaster Podcast, man. Episode twenty three, like Jordan, you mean? You know what I mean? I'm glad that everybody's in the building, man. I'm letting everybody file in. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody that's watching from that good old YouTube right now, man. Shout out to everybody that's watching from that good old Facebook right now, man. Shout out to everybody that's watching from Twitter. You know what I mean? I appreciate y'all rocking with your boy. You know what I mean? We could have some fun tonight. I've been trying to pod since Sunday, man, but I'm a full-time father. I say that every week. I am a full-time father, and, you know, my responsibilities always come first, but I try to get them in when I can. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody out there, man. For the people that's watching this from the uh, Comedian Larry Starks page, I know y'all seeing this like, what is this? Well, this is the Areola Roller Coaster podcast that I do every week. You know what I'm saying? So you should make sure that you pay attention and check in and rock with us because we have fun every motherfucking week. You feel me? So I appreciate everybody being in this thing with me, you heard. And uh, we're going to have some fun tonight. You know what I'm saying? Um, First off, man. First off. uh. I kind of want to go ahead, man, and get these uh, round of applause cracking, man. You know what I mean? It's a beautiful time out here in the world. You know what I'm saying? Let me get this. Get these round of applause cracking, man. I got I got to get these round of applause cracking, man, because, uh, you know what I'm saying? Your boy, man, my Facebook just hit 200K today, man. You know what I'm saying? One more time for the round of applause, man, for myself, man. You know what I'm saying? My comedian Larry Starks page, man, it hit 200K today, man. You know what I'm saying? And that's uh, that's just straight up, you know what I mean? Grinding, putting in work, man. You know, shout out to my shout out to my cousin, man. You know what I mean? Uh, um, Joe Allen, he was the one that gave me the idea to do that page some years ago, man. So I ain't even planning on doing it. That was him, and I just got in there and got busy, man. And now we at 200K. It's a beautiful thing, you heart. And if you ain't on the uh, comedian Larry Starks page on Facebook, know y'all got Facebooks, man. Go on and hit that comedian Larry Starks page, man. Cause it's Action Jackson on that mug, you dig? So uh, I appreciate you in advance, man. Go on here, man. 
Hey, Bodini, what it do? My dog, shout out to uh, Bodini from Milwaukee, a real one. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my dog in the building. You know what I mean? Shout out to my guy, Guy House in the building, man. Carlos Adams, what it do, though, man. You know what I'm saying? We going to have some fun tonight. You understand what I'm saying? Shout out to my boy, Easy the DJ in the building. Yes, Lord. Everybody's in the building. Again, you are watching episode 23 of the Areola Rollercoaster Podcast, where we appreciate Areolas in their entirety. And when we do see them, we say, we, you baby. That's how we do, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Yeah, man. I know it's a Thursday. I usually be doing it on Wednesday, but before that, I was usually doing it on Sunday, which really shows you that I don't really have a schedule. I just be getting it in whenever I can because it really ain't no rules to this shit. Niggas is just doing it. You know what I mean? So uh, anyway, we in here, man. We we making it do what it do, man. We're going to go ahead and get into it, man, on this good throwback Thursday, man. It's good Thursday. It's 200K Thursday. You know what I'm saying? We hit that 200K. It's just really going down. So, you know, I hit that 200K on Facebook, and that's cool because, you know, progress and the process is always a beautiful thing. But I want to be clear and say that I always feel like being famous ain't fun. I say that all the time. Being famous does not seem like a fun thing. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody that we know that's famous is going through it. That's why these blogs are alive. It's like, <laughs> that's all they live off of is famous people turmoil all the time. You know what I mean? All the time. Bruh, I need y'all to understand, dog. How many times, I just need y'all to put a number, right? Put a number in the comments. I need to know how many times have y'all seen something about Blueface and uh, uh, Krishan Rock? Just randomly on your Instagram timeline or Facebook feed. Just something randomly. Dog, they go through it every week. I'm like, are y'all planning this? Are y'all having pre-production meetings on when y'all going to go through it or what? Because this is weird. Blueface don't even rap. Blueface don't even rap no more. He, he, he be in beef more than he rap. He done fought people's parents. He's uh, at the boxing gym throwing up. Like, bro, your life is all over the place. I thought you wanted to rap. Is that if that's what success looks like? I am cool working at Amazon because <laughs> I don't want no parts of none of that, man. You know what I'm saying? Real right. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, man. You know what I'm saying? Only one mystical. What up, though? Tequila Turner. What up, though? Got my guy Kenya in the building, too, man. Everybody in the building tonight on this good Thursday, man. What it do, man? You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, listen, it does not look fun to be famous, dog. Like, I'm saying, just imagine, like, you know, everybody be grinding. I be grinding. I got this 200K. People think that that was overnight. I've literally had that page probably, I had that page probably seven, eight years, bro. Like, for real, for real. So to get to 200K in eight years ain't really as cracked up as it seems. It's just, you know, progress is always progress. But, like, look at this, man. This is a picture of guess who? For the people that's listening, you know what I mean? When you're listening to the actual podcast, I got a picture of Kanye West on the screen right now, man. You know what I'm saying? Kanye West is on the screen. Bruh, I don't know what Kanye... Kanye is a musician. He's a, he's a producer. He's a rapper. I don't know what... I don't know what he's doing right now. Like, he, he was with Kim K. He got away from Kim K. He got a chick that looked just like Kim K. And now he's dressing like an unlocked character. Bruh, Kanye's over here looking like Noob Sabat, goddamn. <laughs> if you push up, down, ABA, select, start, you will get a Kanye outfit in your closet. <laughs> hey, bro, 
Listen, man, he is dressed like he did uh, 13 jumping jacks in the dark. I don't know what's going on with Kanye in this outfit, man, but my boy got to chill, man. I don't know what's, I don't know what Kanye's on right now, man. Kanye is on the weirdest streak in America. You understand me? He is on the weirdest streak. Like, how do you work so hard to get successful and then turn into the supreme weirdo that you are? You know what I'm saying? They, they say money just heightens whatever you already are. So I guess he, you know, of course he was a weirdo from the beginning, but just having money now, it's like an untamed weirdo. You can do whatever weird things that you want to do. For instance, they said Kanye fired a longtime friend. He he got into it with a longtime friend that's a construction guy, right? And he had he bought a 56, 57 million dollar mansion and he wanted to turn the mansion into a bomb shelter. So he told the dude that he wants him to go to the 57 million dollar mansion remove all the windows and remove all of the electricity. And he wants to turn it into a, a bomb shelter. <laughs> How do you get this rich to do something so dumb, bro? Like what? You want a $57 million bomb shelter, bro? You can build a shed and go sit in it for all that. Like that's so unnecessary. Like people don't even realize when he went to, what was it? Uh, Montana or whatever the weird place he went that was just out of pocket, like just was out of the, the norm. He just way off the grid. He had built a, like a $20 million mansion right there, like, and then just moved away. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just left it. And they said he abandoned the property. Like that property, I don't know if they sold it or what, but at the time it was abandoned. Like he just left it. And how do you get that famous to where you just making Wyoming? That's what it was. Yeah. How do you get that famous to where you just making bonehead moves like that like bro where's the music stop buying stupid stuff quit being super weird and make music bro like we like the kanye that makes music you too far into fashion now man like what is this i mean i understand you're gonna make a statement against adidas you know what i'm saying that's why you ain't wearing shoes you just wearing socks are you going barefoot in public because you're trying to make it seem like the shoes don't make well you shouldn't have made such dope shoes because the yeezys are hard the Yeezys is one of the top tier shoes in the game. So you shouldn't have made them if you didn't want them to mean that much to people. Because now you just look weird. You got your girl dressing. She, she's, she's dressing like how everybody's grandmamas get dressed before church. You know what I'm saying? They put on a slip. They got their stockings on. You know what I mean? That's how they look before church. You know what I mean? So that's what's really going on. I'm, I'm weirded out by it. I'm not understanding. Let me see what's up with these comments, man. Let me say what's up to everybody in this thing, man. Oh. Uh, uh, Real Rice said his birthday's tomorrow, man. Shout out to you, man. Happy birthday. Happy early birthday to you, man. Uh, Yosaha Yo the real one. Okay. Yosaha the real one. What up, though, my guy? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Rena Love, what up, though? If anybody I miss, what's cracking what's crack with you? You know what I'm saying? For the people that's popping in, not knowing what's going on, it's the Areola Roller Coaster Podcast, man, episode 23. You know what I'm saying? A podcast where we appreciate titties and their effect on the economy. You know what I'm saying? I just want to make sure that y'all know y'all in the right place at the right time. You know what I mean? And um, for anybody that want to listen to it in, in its entirety, it will be available for listening right after the podcast, probably an hour after the podcast. It'll be on all streaming platforms and all that kind of stuff, man. One man army, we getting it in, making it do what it do. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, it don't it don't seem fun to be famous because, I mean, they don't get a chance to um, they don't get a chance to really experience life in the way that we experience it. 
Kanye is really like weirding himself out because every he's developed himself into being such a star that he can't go nowhere without 700 cameras and people, you know, interviewing him. And I'm sure that gets nerve wracking after, uh, you know, a certain amount of time. So, you know, I get it. You know what I mean? I, I get it. But to have a fifty seven million dollar mansion, remove all the windows and take out all the electricity just to make it a bomb shelter is purely uh, I don't know, man, that's. That's that's next level uh, space cadetry. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm not getting it. I don't understand where he's coming from with that one. But you know that, that's pretty that's pretty funny to me. Man. Oh my god! Another another uh, reason I feel like uh, it wouldn't be fun to be famous or to be a celebrity is because if you actually pay attention, most celebrities spend half their time proving to us that they are famous. <laughs> if you notice it, how many times? How many? How many more watches Rick Ross going buy? Bro, we got it. We got it seven watches ago. You keep getting these big trillion dollar watches and they don't mean nothing. Bro, I have a, a, I have an Apple watch that's going to tell the same time that your watch tell. Yours is just going to tell it a little fancy. <laughs> Mine says 10 o'clock. Yours says 10 o'clock. <laughs> Mine's going to say 10 o'clock. Yours is going to be like 10 o'clock. Yours is going to do some extra for your million. I don't, I, you can do what you want to do, but my watch was under a thousand dollars and you paid a couple million and I don't understand why you keep showing us. That's your watch. Why are you showing us that you expensively look at the time? Like, I, uh, wh- what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't seem fun to be famous, bro. Like, these guys is having a hard time being relevant in a sense. It's like, whatever you did to get famous, you're doing everything else but that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so even, even uh, Bow Wow, right? Y'all know Bow Wow, Shad, the boy Shad Moss. You know what I'm saying? Bow Wow says something real. Cause you know, I, I can understand Bow Wow cause he's been, he's been famous since a child. So he's never experienced life as a regular normal person. You know what I mean? He posted this on his uh, Instagram story, man. He said, uh, just woke up thinking to myself like, man, damn, I ain't never been to prom nor college. I want to play it so bad. I wish I was part of a fraternity. Y'all, I think I'm lucky because of my lifestyle, but really I want y'all, I want what y'all have. <laughs> he got the little sad emoji face. So he's really saying that, you know, he's, he's happy to have what he has, but he wants to experience what life is on our end. And I mean, I can understand that. You know what I mean? Like being famous all of your life and then dealing with the fact that you know that your star dimmed a little bit because these is women, like females used to pass out when Bow Wow was around. They used to cry and go crazy and all of that. And now they look like, go head on somewhere, Shad. Like you. <laughs> that boy head is rounded in 80s to 10 now. So I feel him. He, he's getting a bad treatment. Like, bro, they treating you like a Z-list celebrity at this point. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I understand, but it don't seem fun to be famous right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm saying you look at Bow, Bow Wow look like a stud. I'm Come on, man. Bow Wow look like a stud. He looked like he used to play point guard, but he had a knee injury. So he gained a little weight. <laughs> he had, he had two girls, you know what I'm saying? He had two daughters, you know what I'm saying? And, and he ain't got rid of that weight because COVID, you know what I mean? Like, he got that kind of body type, you know what I'm saying? 
it don't seem fun to be famous, man. I'm just saying, man. Look at these guys, man. Look at these guys. Wayne Hurt, what up, Kaka? Look, Kaka in the building, man. Jonathan Weathers, what up, though? <laughs> Kurt McAvely said, uh, sound like Kanye's trying to build a haunted house. I don't know what he doing, man. Average Joe Lamar, what up, though? It's, it's getting weird out here, man. Bow Wow wish he was regular. Not knowing that he <laughs> he's 70% is. <laughs> Bow Wow don't realize he's 70% regular. I say it with love and respect. I'm not dissing Bow Wow. But the fact remains, uh, 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 Bow Wow at one point was selling $1,000 meet and greets because Chris Brown was. Like, bro, you're Bow Wow. You can't do what Chris Brown is doing right now. Uh, Bow Wow had a meet and greet, and he had a list of stuff that you get, including a bag with his logo on it. Let me find out that one of you chicks got a Bow Wow bag. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo. Please don't tell me you got a Bow Wow bag. Please don't tell me you got a Bow Just imagine you go on a date. And you get home, you know what I'm saying? You got all hot and bothered, you know what I'm saying? You get in the crib, you know what I mean? You're like, I'm going to turn it down, boy. I'm going to put in this work. And you look over on the, on the arm of the couch, and it's a Bow Wow bag. <laughs> get me out of here. I know you didn't pay $1,000 for a meet and greet with Shad Moss. I know you did <laughs> I know you didn't pay a Thou Wow for a... Uh, for a meeting with Bow Wow. You understand what I'm saying? Kenneth Bumpus, what up, though? I'm just saying, man. It's, it don't seem fun to be a celebrity out here, man. He woke <laughs> he woke up. Bro, you got to realize, dog. Bow Wow ain't never had a job. He ain't go college. He was homeschooled most of the time. Bro, I didn't even realize. He didn't even get to experience public school. Dog. You know how fun public school really is, bro? Dog, you, some of my... Favorite lifetime memories came from public school, bro. I'm telling you, bro. I got a picture of my high school front hallway in my phone, and I look at it from time to time because that is the location I learned how to roast, fam. That is the location. I'm like, bro, that spot right there, the building don't even exist no more. They tore down my high school and built a new one. So the building that I honed my skills in doesn't exist no more. So I look at this picture like, bro, this was the spot. I remember this same spot. It was some girls that got in a fight. And this girl, I know, I ain't going to say their names. I know both of them. But it was a big girl and it was a small girl. And the small girl, she was from the hood. So she was popping off the big girl. You know what I mean? She ain't, she don't want no smoke for real. And that small girl was popping off, man. And that big girl beat her so hard that a ponytail disconnected and everybody tossed it over the crowd like a beach ball. Man, I never forget it, bro. Bow Wow never got to experience those kind of things. He never got to experience those kind of things, making beats on the pop machine. You know what I'm saying? Being the fly, being the fly dudes at the in the lunchroom. You know what I'm saying? You walk to the fly lunch table. Come on, bro. Bow, I never experienced this, bro. He never experienced that. So I can understand how somebody who, yeah, you know Snoop, and yeah, Snoop took you on tour, and yeah, you toured with this person and did this record and went platinum and went gold, but bro. Have you ever got a free Papa John's box from the lunch lady because she likes your daddy? Huh? You ain't never experienced that, bro. That food hit different. She like your daddy. You got a whole free pizza. Nobody else. Come on, man. Come on, man. You ain't experiencing what I'm experiencing, man. I'm, I'm just saying, man. I feel bad for people who didn't go public school, bro. Like, y'all missed out. Y'all missed out on a time, man. 
I still, I mean, people that I know to this day, I'm like 70 to 80% of my people, my friend base that I know is from public school. Think about that. Shad Moss grew up, everybody was either a yes man or just trying to be a part of the crew. Like, think about that. You didn't have no genuine besides people that grew up with you. That's it. So I feel it, man. I don't know about no fraternities or nothing like that. I, You know, you could have that. I've never wanted to be a part of a fraternity. For the longest time, I never re really respected fraternities. And it wouldn't that, it wouldn't that I literally didn't respect a fraternity. It's just, I was, I, I wouldn't, I wasn't knowledgeable about fraternities. I always seen them as dudes that felt like they was better than, uh, you know, us niggas from the hood. Cause you know, I was from the hood. So anytime we came on campus, we was hood niggas. You know what I mean? So it's like, they would kind of look at us like they was uppity and better than us. So we always had an issue with fraternity dudes. You know what I'm saying? I remember hood dudes used to go to UK parties, University of Kentucky parties, and purposely try to start stuff with the fraternity dudes just, just on the strength. And I'll never forget, this is the day that I respected dudes in the fraternity, dog. This is the day that I respected dudes in the fraternity, dog. I don't know what fraternity it was, because had the the uh, the curly bad boy Disney Channel hair. You know what I'm saying? He had on some slacks, some brunch boots. You know how fraternity dudes dress, you know? And... uh <laughs> he tried him, man. And that dude in the fraternity didn't back down. Light-skinned cat. Didn't back down. And I'm like, yo, this light-skinned dude could get his face beat off. That's Wumpty Moon from the hood. He 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 got, you know what I mean? He got 10 wins in a row in the hood. You know what I mean? He could dust this dude off. Let me tell y'all something. That light-skinned boy beat that hood nigga to death. <laughs> in the UK part. He beat that boy to death. I'm talking about to the point where that hood nigga got up and was mad at his crew. Like, y'all ain't going to help me? Like, yo, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that day, I said, bro, listen, I have never seen nobody put the beat down like that in brunch boots. So from that day forth, I respected all fraternities because <laughs> just because they got on slacks don't mean that they ain't like that. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm being for real, boy. I mean, you know. He said, uh, he said, uh, could you imagine him trying to step? <laughs> I'm sure, but I'm saying, you know, Bow Wow can dance though. I mean, we seen that. Bow Wow can dance, man. Bow Wow as a kid, he had a cold sea walk on him. So, I mean, I can see him trying to step. As long as they don't put him in, in the back of the line. I always felt bad for the person that's in the back of the line because they don't never see the dance moves first. So they always be trying to figure it out while everybody else is going. <laughs> It don't seem fun to be famous, boy. It don't seem fun at all, man. Got cuz in the bill, man. What cuz say? Cuz say, I went to Brown Station and Henry Clay. At Henry Clay, you always knew when the Eastern bus came in because the females came in with rollers and house shoes out the East End bus. You always knew when the East End bus came in because the females came in with rollers and house shoes and went to the bathroom. Then came out a whole different person. Like, who? <laughs> hey, yeah, that's hood. That's hood. Yeah, yeah, that's hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go get they get dressed and, and fixed up at school, and then you know, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember them times. But Bow Wow, you know, I guess you know Bow Wow just it is what it is, man. It does not seem fun to be famous, man. You know, for instance, you know, BG's home. You know what I mean? Round of applause for BG being home. We talked about it last episode, man, but. Give BG a round of applause, man. One time, one time to the BG, man. You know what I mean? The baby gangster, man. He home. And uh, 
the thing that got me, man, I had I had talked about it on Facebook, man. I, I kind of for me to be a person that roasts, right? I I can separate the difference between like everybody mixes roasting up because it's certain people that might roast because they really do feel a way like they trying to talk down on you instead of talking instead of talking about you in a way that'll make you laugh too. You know what I'm saying? Like if I tell jokes, I'm not telling jokes to hurt your feelings. I'm telling jokes to actually make you laugh too if I'm roasting. You know what I'm saying? Come on, look at them shoes. It might be the fly shoes in the building, but I'm gonna think of something witty to say to make them seem funny. You know what I'm saying? That's all it's about. Some people tell jokes to really try to hurt people's feelings and the aim be different. You know what I mean? So I felt like everybody sitting out there hollering uh, free BG. Everybody for years. BG been locked up 12 years, bro. That's over a decade. BG been locked up 12 years. Everybody talking about free BG, free BG, free BG. Soon as BG get out, BG ain't been out two weeks. And everybody got jokes and memes and they talking about how he looks and he's flamboyant. Well, y'all, you, y'all, y'all do know that when BG was out, he was high all the time off of very high dr- uh, hard drugs. So to get out and be reintroduced to the world, figuring out life all over again, restarting, everybody's judging every movement. Man, I was like, y'all are weird for that. Like a man can't even go do his time, be solid, get out without y'all trying to crack jokes at this point. Like, it's not even about jokes. Like, y'all not cracking jokes to make BG laugh. Like, you're talking down about BG, and you was just the same person yelling free him not too long ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people are weird, man. So I I know me getting out, getting back acclimated into the world, and seeing this is the way that things are now, I would kind of be afraid to be out in public again. Like, man, this is different. This is weird. Like, I wouldn't even, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. It just don't pay off to be... It don't seem like it's just fun to be famous, you know what I mean? Shout out to BG, man. Glad glad my boy BG's home, man. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully we get some 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 classic vintage music, man. You know what I mean? Baby's talking good like they're gonna get back in the studio, but we're gonna see. You know what I mean? Um this past week, this week, yeah, actually Tuesday. Tuesday, I experienced something for the first time that I have never seen live in person like i haven't seen this in person like i've seen people do it but at this level it was crazy like so so dave Chappelle came to rep arena in lexington kentucky um this past tuesday and uh i went to the show man me and my me and my dog goo um and um for for me you know i mean for me and goo that's that's class like you know you taking notes it's not really you enjoying the show but it's more so you taking notes. This is like a master class. This is a TED talk for real. You know what I mean? So, so we absorbing it as that while everybody else is just enjoying the show. You know what I mean? We looking at the crowd. We looking at the mic. We looking at the sound people. We looking at the videographers. We looking at the photographers. We looking at the security. We looking at all the elements that make the show run while everybody else is just enjoying the show. You know what I mean? And I got to tell you, bro. I mean, I, I thought that, you know, Dave Chappelle was a goat you know, long ago, but to see it live and in action, bro, insane. I mean, Rupp Arena, it wouldn't have seat. It, it was, it was sold out, you know, maybe, maybe a few seats, you know, here and there, they wouldn't fill it up, but sold out, completely sold out. 20,000 people in there. Right. And to see 20,000 people, Dave Chappelle got the stage in the middle of the other arena where, you know, this is where the Kentucky Wildcats play. So this is in the middle of the floor, man. And when I tell you, the Jumbotron showed that C, that Dave Chappelle C, and to have that whole place go nuts, bro. I ain't never seen nothing like it, bro. I done went to a Kevin Hart show, you know, where he had all the effects and all that, and Kevin Hart ripped it, but 
man, listen, Dave Chappelle, that was another level, bro. Like, I, that was a different gear right there. Like, I ain't never seen nothing like it. Like, Dave Chappelle's really like that. Like, <laughs> bro, it, he was telling jokes with so much ease. He literally stopped talking and just sat there for like 10 seconds. And then for another 15 seconds, everybody just started cheering and applaud, like just hardcore applause. And I'm like, bro, what? Like he had that much control over 20,000 people's attention. You know what I'm saying? Like when he stopped talking, you could hear a pin drop. And when he, t- when he hit a punchline, the whole place just had a roar to it. Like, bro, it was crazy. I ain't never seen nothing like it. I like, yo, even walking up to Rupp Arena, I'm talking about, man, it, I don't think it looks like that on game days. I mean, it'd be packed on game days, but I don't think it looks like that. Like, it was packed at Rupp Arena for people to see Dave Chappelle, man. So, you know, I, I wanted to share that experience, man, that it was that was something that was that was major to see. And if, you know, Dave Chappelle's in your city, man, I, I'd, I'd employ y'all to go, go check him out, man, because, um, you know, at this point in his success, you know what I mean? He could call it quits any day, any day he want to. You know what I mean? Like, he's submitted. You know what I mean? But um, that was definitely a dope time, man. That was that was a crazy dope time. Um, it was it was uh it was good to experience, you know what I mean? So shout out to that. Um what else? What else we gonna talk about? You know what I'm saying? Um I need to give another round of applause, man. I, I got all types of applause to give, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Another round of applause. I want to give that round of applause, man, um, to my son, man. You know what I mean? Shout out to my son, man, Leighton Starks, man. You know what I mean? Um, it's his senior year, you know what I mean, um, playing football. And uh, my boy's making a lot of noise right now, man. Um, he got uh, voted um, MVP of the last bowl game they just played, the last game they just played. He was MVP. Um, and um, – no, not the last game, the game before, actually. Um, they call it the Velazzi Bowl. He got voted MVP of the Velazzi Bowl. And um, and he um also he got um they they made him a student athlete of the week and they did a whole news story on him, man, like a whole segment on him, um, just kind of telling his story and uh how he came up and whatever, man. And um and then after that, you know, the next day found out that um He's leading the state of Kentucky um, in, in sacks. He's number one. He's the number one sack leader right now in the state of Kentucky, man. And, and you know, for, I've been trying to digest that all week. Like, my son is the number one sack leader in the state. You understand what I'm saying, man? So, you know, I've been having some uh, some some conversations off record, man, that's had me uh, like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Like just, you know, just the stuff this the stuff that's on the table, man, is crazy. So, you know, shout out to my boy, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, shout out to Son Duke, man. You know what I mean? For putting in that work and he's getting it in, man. Shout, shout out to him, man. You know, like that's a that's a beautiful thing. Cause I mean, he's always been, he's always been a baller. Like literally, literally, son son been a baller. Like, you know, my both my boys ball. Like both my boys ball. My other son is is basketball um you know my younger son Layton is is basketball and football you know what I mean so um in football Layton at six years old his first time stepping on the field ever in an organized football game was a 70 yard touchdown I got it I can it's on YouTube right now 
first time ever stepping on the field, man. Seventy yard touchdown, man. Like at six years old. So he's always been he's always been a dog on the field, man. And it's starting to it's starting to um show up when it counts, man. You know what I mean? So shout out to Boy Boy. You know what I'm saying? Um, back to uh, hold on. That was a good question. I saw that question while I was talking. Um, <laughs> Pierce, what up, man? Pierce said I went to school. Um, um, where was that? Kenneth said Dave or Martin. That's a good. That's a good. Whew. That's a that's a good one right there. Dave or Martin, man. That's a that's a let's, let's get to it. So between Dave and Martin, right? I'm gonna pick Martin. And let me tell you why. Now, Dave is the GOAT now, right? But in longevity, stuff that sticks, you gotta go Martin. The the, the Deft Comedy Jam and the Martin show. What do you what do you do? Now I know you know Dave got the Chappelle show, but you gotta think being the 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 lead actor in several hit movies, you know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta go Martin when when you go body of work. You know what I'm saying? Now stand up, if you're talking stand up, I mean, you know, Martin is, you know, after he went through whatever, whatever it is, I still don't know exactly what happened to Martin to where he's kind of slow with it now. But um I saw Martin live in Toronto. And it was it was tough to it was kind of tough to watch because he just wasn't that same speed that he was, you know what I mean? So it's like somebody said something from the crowd and he didn't have a comeback, and I'm like, yo, what? Like, you know what I mean? But I understand what's going on with him, you know what I mean? But um, I, I'd have to go Martin. But if we're gonna stand up present day, of course, Dave Chappelle, you know what I'm saying? But if we're going bodies of work, Martin Lawrence all day, you know what I mean? So, um, because I mean, all the characters on Martin. You got to think his influence was so big that everybody was doing his mannerisms and everything. Like, think about Keenan and Kale. You know what I mean? Kale was like, um, um, when I, um, like, that's Martin. You know what I mean? Like, all of that. I mean, everybody acts like, think about how many characters that that people do for Halloween that's Martin. Like, think about that. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a, bro, that's a legacy right there. Like, everybody's being a Martin character. For Halloween, and he got several of them. You know what I mean? So, you know, gotta go, gotta go, Martin Lawrence with that one, man. You know what I mean? Like Dave is a goat, but I think Martin Lawrence is my goat because I mean, just in the Def Jam era, that was so raw and 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 urban for him to have that on a string the way that he did was insane, bro. Like I think Martin would have the same type of energy Dave got right now if he didn't have whatever you know health. Thing happened to him you know what i'm saying like he would have he'd have been you know he'd have been on that level you know what i mean so shout out to martin shout out to uh that boy dave Chappelle, man you know what i mean beautiful 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 time man like that was legendary for me to see and take it all in and kind of see what what it feels like to have complete control of an arena a, a place big many that goes that goes without you know what i'm saying that goes without saying, you know what I mean? Dave Chappelle's really like that. Um, in other news, other news, um, they got, let's get to it. They got, <laughs> again, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't think it's fun to be famous. Um, again, they have, uh, this guy, right? Dude plays for the Chicago Bears, man. Uh, Jervon Dexter. 
They said he's filed a lawsuit against Big League Advance. That's a company. Um, that's a company that um it gave him four hundred and thirty six thousand dollars and NIL money while he was at Florida in exchange for 15% of his pre-tax NFL earnings for the next 25 years. Like, I'm going to say that again. They gave him $436,000 in NIL money, like in advance, um, in exchange for 15%, in exchange for 15% of his pre-tax NFL earnings for the next 25 years. Now, let's break that down, man. 15% of his pre-tax NFL earnings means not the money that he gets once they take taxes out, but the money after tax, like before taxes. So even if they taking taxes out, we taking a percentage of what you made. 15% of what you made on that check comes to us. Then they take the taxes out. (laughs) So you, and this is for the next 25 years. And y'all know football players careers at the most is lasting 18 years, maybe, maybe 20 years. If you just a superstar but on a realistic sense three to four years is your career and they saying for the next 25 years 15 percent of his earnings so that basically saying that they're going to take all his money because they gave him four hundred thousand. so everything else you come in we just going to come and rape from you and uh now he's battling it in court because they said it's a violation of the nil uh uh the nil and and florida laws so hopefully hopefully he gets that you know what I'm saying? Overturned. But bro, 15% of your pre-tax earnings for the next 25 years is crazy, bro. Nobody plays in the league that long. Nobody. Like, bro, reading is fundamental. <laughs> Bro's out there. <laughs> bro got to stay healthy. He out there playing. His stomach hurt. Like, he can't he can't purchase nothing nice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he buying jeans off of Timu. You know what I'm <laughs> Bro, that's tough. Bro, he made a big mistake. Hey, listen, man. They dangle that carrot in front of you, man. You got to have somebody to dang a yes, man, to, 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 you know what I mean, get you right. You've been struggling all this long. What's a little bit more time? You know you're going to the league, so what we tripping over? I don't need no NIL money. I know I'm going to be a millionaire. We ain't going to let nobody. Bro, I would have read that and said 15% of who? 15% of what? 15, huh? 15% of your pre-tax NFL earnings. So, bro, are you kidding me? Bruh, Jack said he was way too thirsty. Facts, facts. Only one mystical said, uh, math obviously wasn't his strong suit. Not on God, on God, <laughs> on God. I'm talking about, man, like, bruh, that's tough. And companies really do that, though. Like, it's cutthroat out there, man. They really going to do that. Like, we're going to have this language in the contract and... We we go if you don't check it, we gonna fry your head off. People people in the music industry been going through this for the longest. Like if you think about it, like Joe Budden was talking about it on his podcast, talking about how he's just now uh, about to get his publishing um, from the contract that he signed. You know, what I mean, X amount of years ago. Um, he's just now about to get his publishing. Like he ain't seen no money from it because the contract he signed gave all the money to them and they gave him upfront money. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a certain amount of time has to pass before by law it defaults to him. And now that time is coming to where, you know, his royalties are default to him, but it's going to somebody else for all of these, you know, all this time. So, you know, you got to definitely have a lawyer that's that's in your corner and, and, 
you know, you got to have a family member or somebody that got your back that's going to read through that and un- make you understand what every word means. Other than that, they're going to hit you with 15% of pre-tax earnings for the next 25 years. Are you kidding me? These contracts are crazy. They be talking about, like, if you look at, if you look at the contract, not contract, but the terms and conditions on some of these AI apps, like the ones that, you know, give you all the AI poses, they say that they can use your image in perpetuity um, throughout the universe for the remainder of time and don't owe you any compensation for it. And they said if, if they, they could use it, basically they can use, like if you put a picture in the AI app, they could take your picture and put that face, superimpose it on the Pepsi ad and then make the Pepsi ad be everywhere and you get no money for that because you signed, you basically agreed to the terms and conditions just so you can get your photos to post on Facebook. <laughs> you got to read that fine print, man. You know what I'm saying? It's really like that out here. He, it's really like that out here, man. Said he never heard a sports star signing three, uh, three, uh, 60 deals. Yeah. <laughs> for real though. They definitely, they definitely got him, man, for all he's worth, man. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's an insane play right there, bro. I know he ain't even enjoying the game no more. Like, bro, you signed that. You signed that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, only one mystical. Yeah, throughout the universe. They say in perpetuity throughout the universe, basically to the end of time, we can use your stuff without your consent in whatever manner that we please. So they can sell. Basically, they can sell your images, right? So the AI app is really a plotting scheme to where uh, uh, like the AI app is a plotting scheme, I think, for the long run. It's, it's a long game because what they're doing is they're taking these images and now they got a database of, you know, 500 million faces. You know what I'm saying? And now you don't have to have actual paid actors to come in and, and, and take pictures for your for your studio or whatever, because technology is so advanced. You could take these faces and put them on whatever ads you got. You could have one person pose for this and then let AI do the rest. You put that face on them, there it is. You see what I'm saying? Like, think about Drake. Drake, when Drake was doing his show and he was doing that part where he was acting like he was rapping to himself, his younger self, if you looked on the stage, that didn't look like Drake. But if you looked on the Jumbotron, AI made it look like the younger Drake. You see what I'm saying? But people's far enough distance wise that they couldn't tell the difference. But it's kind of that same thing. Like, you know what I mean? Your, your picture can pop up anywhere and there's nothing you can do about it. You know what I mean? So I think it's a long game to where they selling everybody's images and they're going to cake up. You know what I'm saying? They're going to cake up, man. So, you know, it's it's real out here, man. The game is definitely different, man. Um, Tennessee just passed a new law. I want to see what all the fellas think about this new law that Tennessee just passed. Let's let's get to it. Tennessee passed this law, man, where um, a father must submit a DNA test before signing a birth certificate. Oh, my God. (laughs) New Tennessee law. A father must submit a DNA test before signing a birth certificate. I don't know about y'all, but I love it. I don't know about y'all, but I love it. Huh? I love it, huh? I think it's awesome. Huh? <laughs> I think that's awesome. Simply because that turns down the finesse game a little bit. 
You understand what I'm saying? That turns down the finesse game. That keeps people out of child support court. You know what I mean? It's just a small blip on the radar, but it's changing. It's changing the game a little bit, man. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> because if you sit there and you take a DNA test right there and it shows that that is not your child, you out. You out. Bro, you have no, it's nothing, it's nothing that can hold you down. Now, if you take a DNA test, DNA test and that's your child, why are you at the hospital? Like, you know what I mean? You got to think about this. If you take a DNA test and it shows that it's 99.9999% your child, that makes you feel that much better that it's like, you know, that little small insecurity that you might have had is, is over with because it's like we had a DNA test. I know it's my child. I ain't got nothing to ever worry about for the rest of time. And then if it's the opposite way, you can vacate while it's still early. You see what I'm saying? Because I would hate to be a person that don't raise somebody that's, you know, 10, 11 years old just to realize that, oh, that ain't your son. Like, that would hurt more. You know what I mean? So Tennessee is on to something, man. Said uh, it should be uh, it should be in all 50 states. Jack said that has its pros and cons. Interesting. Elaborate on why it has its pros and cons. I want to know why uh, a uh, doing a DNA test at birth is, is a pro and a con. I need to know the pros and cons. He said, uh, I'm just always leery with the word submit and DNA in the same sentence. Ah, I, I mean, but when it comes to this, I think that's a necessary thing because I mean, you should be leery if you're not hundred percent sure that this is your child. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You should be more leery about that. I think it's more damaging effects if you don't know if it's your child or not. And I think that, uh, I think that um that'll be I think that'll be more comforting to know, you know what I mean? That 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 that's a hundred percent your child, you know what I mean? It's just that's just what I'm trying to figure out, you know what I mean? <laughs> Charles said, How you gonna uh, say you bought jeans off Timo? <laughs> bro, I saved some bread. He's over giving that fifteen percent. Bro, I gotta save that bread. They got him. He's over with that 400K. That 400K didn't mean nothing, bro. Come on, man. You was trying to shine on somebody. You know what I mean? But, yeah, so, you know, Tennessee passed this new law. Uh, hopefully, for me, I hope I hope they integrate it in all 50 states. Like like uh, Only One Mystical said, man, if they put that in all 50 states, bro, that's going to change a lot. That's going to make females have to be honest, man, because females be really finessing dudes, man. You know what I'm saying? So, I I, I, I like it. You know what I'm saying? So father must submit a DNA test before signing birth certificates, boy. Because if you don't sign the birth certificate, you're not really, you know what I mean, entitled to that, you know, child support, you know, and all that kind of action, man. So, you know, <laughs> Jack said they cloned Tyrone. Come on, man. That, nah. Come on, man. Don't get into the clone theory, man, because I'm so anti-theory. <laughs> I'm so anti-theory with all of that because everybody to be having a... um. Everybody be having to be having a, a wordplay or a theory about stuff like cloning and all of that. They always they always have the same couple of traits. You know what I'm saying? They don't get haircuts often. <laughs> they don't get haircuts often. Usually the clothes they got on always smell like house heat. You know what I mean? And then third, their girlfriends be white. So it's <laughs> so it's always some traits to go on with people that have theories. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, man. They're talking about cloning people and all that. Like, I still don't even see the purpose in cloning a person that's still alive. Like, you know, even cloning a person that died. Like, what? People feel like they cloned Jamie Foxx. I'm like, why would we need two Jamie Foxes? 
like what? I, I I don't understand the realistic person of I don't real the realistic reason of of having two Jamie Foxes. Like why the first Jamie Fox is just fine. Like you know what I'm like you gonna clone somebody like that person you clone. Just imagine if you were clone. That means when you come into the world, you coming in as whatever age is that person that you cloned already that you got cloned from. So Jamie Foxx is in his fifties. So all of a sudden you just pop out of thin air and you just a 50 year old man. Like you got to pay taxes. Like what? Like, come on. <laughs> Why y'all do me like this, bro? Like I'm 50, bro. I don't get nothing. I don't get no school, no nothing, bro. Like, Cause I mean, y'all talking about cloning? Are they cloning and putting the memories in them? Like, I, I, do they got the mem- like? This is the stuff I'm trying to figure out. Because if you're cloning, how can you clone a memory? Like, this is stuff we gotta consider. So you just gonna make me fifty? I'm starting now, fifty, learning how to tie my shoes. Like, what? Come on, bro. Come on, bro. We clones, grown adult clones. Like you, you was born two weeks ago, and you know how to drive a car. Come on now. Come on, you was you was created at two hundred and ten pounds at six two. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. If that was the case, it would be a whole team full of Kobe Bryant's and LeBron James's and Michael Jordan's. Come on now, like if if that's what we doing, <laughs> if that's what we doing. <laughs> Come on, man. It's wild out here, man. It's it's going it's going crazy. It's going crazy in the world, man. I don't I don't know what's going on, man. Like people's losing their marbles out here, man. We got a we got a story about it's next story, man. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. It's next story, man. <laughs> it's about this uh this lady that's an Amazon manager, bro. She's a manager at Amazon, at an Amazon store or Amazon, you know, factory. And uh the story go like this, man. Former manager at an Amazon warehouse, K. Ricka Wortham, has been charged for stealing over $9.4 million. The fraud came, became suspicious when she bought a mansion up the street from the warehouse. She also made big purchases, including a Lamborghini and a Tesla, as well as attempting to open, uh, attempting to open a hookah lounge in Midtown. <laughs> ho, 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 my God. my gosh she's goofy this bitch goofy she's goofy this bitch goofy what are you doing bitch you goofy why you stealing from amazon 9.4 bitch you goofy she's goofy bitch you goofy (laughs) yo 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 listen listen to me First of all, you was in a position to where they wouldn't even paying attention to the money. They trusted you that much. You were stealing so much that it was over $9.4 million, bro. You wouldn't even happy with $500,000 on the, on the, on the abscondment. You wouldn't even happy with $500,000. Like, bro, what? You have a job? The bills are paid. You don't need 9.4 million. They say the fraud became suspicious because she bought a mansion up the street from the warehouse. You stupid. 
Bitch, you goofy. You stupid. Bitch, you goofy. What are you doing? Look at them braids. Bitch, you goofy. <laughs> Bitch, you goofy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, bro. What is going on, bro, in this world, man? They said not only did she buy a, a, a mansion up the street from the warehouse, she bought a Lamborghini and a Tesla, bro. So you're going to pull up to Amazon, the place that you're stealing money from, in a Lamborghini, fam. What? <laughs> you're going to pull up. First of all, you didn't even want to drive far. So you bought a mansion down the street from the place you're stealing from. You goofy. Bitch, you goofy. You goofy. Look at them braids. Bitch, you goofy. <laughs> Bitch, you goofy. <laughs> Bitch, you goofy. <laughs> Bruh, they said she tried to open a hookah lounge, bruh. She was living life off his Amazon money, bruh. She was living real life. Like, you know what? I'm going to open me a hookah lounge and then I'm going to just retire and then they ain't going to never be none the wiser. Bro, you stole $9.4 million. You could have took $100,000, got your hookah lounge, and bubbled. You are stupid. That is as goofy as it can get. I have never, bro, what? Like, think about that, dog. <laughs> you sit there, stole the money, and then bought stuff in their face where they can see what you're doing. They became suspicious, and that's why you got caught. They on your head. They are going to be on your head. I have never seen nobody so stupid, bro. Well, I'm, I'm going to take that back. I'm going to take that back. I have seen people stupid, but, bro, what? Like, what? Oh, my God. I just don't understand it. <laughs> Reginald Mouse said a few, a few bands would have been straight. A few bands would have been straight. You're a manager. You're making good money. You got to play the long game, bro. Come on, man. I mean, you know, everybody's still uh, trash bags from their job. So, you know what I mean? I, I get it. You know what I mean? But if you're sitting here and you don't found a way to, to pillage, pillage from the rich on the Robin Hood tip, it's like, bro, why would you take that much and think that you're going to get away with it? And then how you how you get back up having a hookah lounge, Bruh, She ain't even invest right. You seen them braids? You goofy, bitch! You goofy, <laughs> you goofy. I said, bitch! You goofy, man. <laughs> hey, bro, that got to be the stupidest, stupidest move that you could ever do, dog. That was dumb. That was, oh my gosh, that was dumb, bro. That was dumb. <laughs> I just don't understand it, man. Jay Rice said, no way Sharika's salary in 40 years could ever cover that. Facts. Facts. He said uh, she didn't think they would notice uh, a warehouse employee parking a Lamborghini. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you doing in that? You know, <laughs> why well, I got your name on the front of it? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? You was asking for it. You was throwing rocks at the penitentiary. They gonna fry your ass and ask for all that money back. 
You know what I'm saying? They're gonna ask for all that money back, man. Anime said, uh, did I see the drawing in the community post? Man, now I gotta check it. I'll check it after the pod, man. I will check it after the pod, man. I got you. <laughs> Said she probably parked the limbo and left the doors up the whole shift. <laughs> she stunted on everybody. She stunted on everybody, though. Like, what? Dog, that is funny. She stunted on everybody. She left the doors up on them, man. <laughs> she got a Tesla charging in a mansion off Amazon money, bruh. What is going on? Oh my gosh, man. That's funny. That is funny, man. That is hilarious. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Said, but still didn't do it her. Nah, for sure. She got some Ronnie Turioff braids on it. It was definitely Ronnie Turioff braids. She definitely got some Jim Joneses. You know what I'm saying? We'll we'll run that picture back so you can see. She definitely got some Jim Joneses. She get her hair braided like she breakdanced or fixed cars. She pillaged them. <laughs> Yo, it's wild out here, bro. It's wild out here. But you know, she ain't the only one that's stupid. She ain't the only one that's goofy. She's not. Let's get to it. We got some TSA workers, man. We got TSA workers. As you can see, I'm going to let the video play, but I didn't want no radio silence for the moment. I just need y'all to know, man, we got TSA workers, you know what I'm saying? They got caught on camera stealing out of people's luggage while going through TSA. They let them things go through and people is the TSA workers are stealing out of people's luggage in the Miami airport. I'm going to play it for a second. All right. I just for a second, because I muted the video so it won't hit me with the copyright and all that action, but I'm going to play it for a second just so you can see how stupid they are. No. Now, you know, you know good and hell well that the TSA got 7 billion cameras right there. What would make you think that you can get away with stealing at a security checkpoint and you the security? You goofy. Bitch, you goofy. You goofy. Bitch, you stupid. You thought you was getting away because you had on rubber gloves and a button up tucked in. Well, guess what? You goofy. Bitch, you goofy. <laughs> Yo, do they not realize, bro, anything in the airport that happens is a federal charge, bro. That's the feds. You're working for the government, bro. You have to do federal paperwork in order to get a job in TSA at the airport. Bro, you violated that and you broke a law in the presence of the feds. You're going to big jail.
You're stupid. Bitch, you goofy. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> Jay Rice said they be talking in their sweater vest. <laughs> Yo, that is wild, dog. That is wild. I don't think it like think about that, bro. You at work. It's nothing that you need to steal, bro. It's nothing that you need to steal. Only one mystical is on point. She's on point. You do all your federal time. 85% of that time you have to do. Whatever they sentenced you to, 85% is what you have to do before you even see the parole board. I know because I got a cousin that's doing time right now. He's 12 years in and still got <clears throat> and still got about 18 more to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's real. They ain't gonna play with him. They ain't gonna play with him at all. <laughs> they ain't gonna play with him at all. They thought they was getting away with that. What are you, dog? Like, what are you stealing for at work, bro? Get off of work and go steal. Like, why would you? Your job is, <laughs> bro. You're part of the federal system, bro. Like, you, hey, bro. People's out here really, really tripping. You know. Um. Another thing I want to talk about. Let's let's get to it. Um. I want to talk about uh, old girl that got hit in the face with the brick, right? Um, old girl that got hit in the face with the brick. Last podcast, they said somebody somebody said she had a New Jack City phone on the side of her face. <laughs> <laughs> she had a Golden Corral biscuit on the side of her face. Uh, they come to find out. Um, she she was uh all of that was a hoax, all of, all of that was a hoax on her end. Um, you know she they said she's known for, um she's did that before to try to act like you know she's been she's gotten beat up by men to get men in trouble, and that's something that she does. You know what I'm saying? And um, come to find out, her face is swollen not because she got hit with a brick, not because she got hit with a brick, but she pumped saline in the side of her face. And it made that that knot. I guess she, she know what she doing. So she put saline in the side of her face and it created a knot. So it's like, you know what I mean? It's not a uh <laughs> it's not a, a a bad, you know what I mean? It's not bad as it looks, basically. Zeno, hey bro, wow. Says she had an allergic reaction to accountability. Hilarious. <laughs> Says she had an allergic reaction to accountability. She's goofy. She's goofy. Listen, man, she is. I don't know. Listen, man. I don't know what's going on in the world to where you would go and take a needle and pump saline salt water in the side of your face just to get somebody in trouble. Look at what he did to me. But you got salt, salty face ass. Bitch. <laughs> you can get your salty face ass on somewhere. <laughs> They showed an old video of her doing the same thing, except for this time she had a knot like right here. I said, nah, this is wild out here, bro. This is wild to the point where you're going to inject your face with saline to make it swell up to look like somebody hit you just to get a dude in trouble. That's an evil play, bro. That's evil. Like, what's wrong with you, girl? I got video. 
I'm gonna play a second of the video so you can see what's going on, man. Check this out. Relax, hey you guys. So I need you to notice that her face had no bruising on it at all. No bruising. It was just swollen. But she knew what she was doing. She put that saline in there, and now it's just, you know, sitting in the fat. And naturally, saline will just dissipate in your body if you let it sit for long enough. Your body will just dispose of it, and, you know, it's, it's not harmful. You know what I mean? So it's like, think about that. She showed you her face. It's not a bruise on her. If you got hit with a brick, it would be blood bruises on your face. Like, you know what I'm saying? We've all been hit in the face with something at one point in time in our, in our life. And you know what a bruise, a wep, a scratch. You mean to tell me a brick hit you and you ain't, you ain't break skin not nowhere? Come on, man. You put you put salty water in your face. Now your face look like a football that got ran over by a Honda. Ugly. Come on, man. You goofy. Bitch, you goofy. You goofy. Bitch, you goofy. <laughs> Goofy, bitch. <laughs> Yo, that's wild, man. That's wild, man. Just to know, man, that it's women out there that are willing to go to such lengths to get men in trouble for no reason. Like, I don't understand the reason that you even wanted to get somebody in trouble, bro. I don't understand. It's wild. I'll never get it. I'll never get it, man. I mean, you know, uh, uh, peace and blessings to her. I guess, you know, she's goofy to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she's goofy to me. I don't, I don't understand what's going on, man. Um, <laughs> um, <sighs> they got something else going on. I need to read this. Um, they got something else going on. I know y'all saw, I know y'all saw the, uh, the interview on the breakfast club where, uh, DJ Envy said he wanted to box Tyrese's mouth. I wanted to box your mouth. That's, that was light skin as hell. I would, I would, you know, I said, bro, what we doing then? Cause box your mouth is kind of light skin. Like, I don't understand. The thing that I didn't like though is, uh, you know, DJ Envy said that and, Tyrese maintained his composure and they was trying to figure out what's going on and everybody's trying to get to the bottom of it. And uh, <laughs> Tyrese went live and started crying on the camera, bro. Listen to this man. Both of them. But I'm not going to do it. choice that I'm going to make. Oh my God. Is to wish them well. In their careers, their marriage, their family. Everything. I want the best for them. I really do.
enough. You get the gist of what's going on. My thing is this. It don't look fun to be famous. I'm being honest. Nah, everybody that's famous is miserable in one way or another. Everybody looks miserable. Tyrese looks miserable. Tyrese goes live and posts stuff all the time about his ex-wife. Bro, I've been divorced. I know I know how it feels to get divorced. I understand, bro. But you ain't got to go live every time. I know it's unfair, dog. Like, I get it, bro. But what are you doing, dog? Like, you talk, you talking about this way too long. Now nobody feels sorry for you. It's like you still talking about men should not be, bro, shut up. We get it. I'm not saying, I'm not saying we going to just walk away and forget. Like, bro, if anybody understands your pain, I understand your pain. But. I'm not going to sit here and dwell on it every 15 minutes. Bro, make, dog, make music. You're a musician. Why is everybody straying away from what made them who we know them to be? Like, go make music. If the pain is hitting you like that, go make your best album yet, bro. Go make your best album, man. Instead, you over here talking to DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God in their face, and you just took it. And then you get on live, and you over when you think of life, you're going to have to start thinking of it as stock. You goofy. Bitch, you goofy. <laughs> you goofy. <laughs> Bitch, you goofy. <laughs> Come on, Tyrese, dog. Come on, Tyrese, dog. This is, this is, this is, who, this is who all the women... Was, ooh, that's my, ooh, that's my baby daddy. Ooh, that's, ooh, ooh, these niggas are weird, cuz. Oh, these niggas are weirdos, cuz. Okay, what y'all talking about? These niggas are weirdos, cuz. These are the ones y'all be slobbering over, man. Come on, bro. Hey, listen, man. Stop going for the weird dudes and give the regular dudes a chance, man, because one thing that them weird dudes is going to do is put you in a weird position, man. And next thing you know, you're going to be all over the place trying to figure your life out. Dog, that is wild. That is beyond wild. <laughs> Kudos to Tyrese, man. Salute, but bro, you you wildin'. It's it's a it's a wild world we live in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jack said he been uh he been crying up a storm since Paul Walker. I yeah, I mean, but I mean, what what do you want us to do? Like, go make music, bro. Cry in the music. That's what you. That's what we known you for. Didn't he make a Coca-Cola commercial? Coca-Cola or something, didn't he? Come on, man. He's tripping, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. They said, they said, uh, I know Envy Wife got on the phone and said he was flirting and all this kind of stuff, but you know, they're a team. So who knows what the agenda is? I don't know. But it's like, dog, y'all, y'all are millionaires. What are y'all talking about, bro? Y'all are millionaires, bro. You are telling your story to people who got to figure out if they want to pay their light bill or do they want the Jordan 12s. This is what, this is what, this is who y'all telling your story to. Like, y'all are millionaires, bro. Tyrese got a McDonald's in his backyard. What are you doing? You goofy. <laughs> Bitch, you goofy. <laughs> what is going on, bro? I'm not understanding, man. <laughs> I'm not understanding, bro. This is this is it's, it's wild times that we in, man. Real life. Like, come on, bro. Y'all are millionaires, and all y'all do is cry and complain all day. DJ Envy gets into it with everybody, bro. DJ Envy be having a real live kid attitude. 
They have a guest on the show. He won't show up or he'll sit there and just not talk to him. Bro, be professional. You're a millionaire. You got two Lamborghinis. What are you crying about? God, dog, these niggas is goofy, fam. Famous people are weirdos, dog. Like, for real. They are weirdos, man. I don't, I don't know whether no other way to put it. You know what I mean? They just weirdos, man. Um, <clears throat> in other news, man, let me move on. Let me move on. We getting late in the pod. Let's get to it. Um, in other news, they got some new stuff out, man. <laughs> um, in in other news, uh, yeah, Kurt McAvely. I seen how Envy acted when Jesus and Merrill came up there, man. He. I rock with DJ Envy, man, but he be acting like a girl sometimes. I ain't gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? Like, he be acting like a girl sometimes, man. But um, in other news, man, they have, um, <laughs> you know, everybody tries out new things. We done seen, you know, uh, trap trap cycling, you know what I'm saying, workouts. We done seen trap aerobic workouts. We done seen all of that, man. Now, they have something. I don't know where it's at, but they call it Cannabis CrossFit. Swefo Law. They call it cannabis cross CrossFit. Um, for the people that's listening uh uh via via podcast app, uh it'll be silent for a second because I'm showing this video and it's gonna mute my mic. But I want to show these people that people are smoking blunts while doing CrossFit. This is a real live place that does real live workouts, and they call it cannabis and CrossFit. Take a look. God damn. Real life. Bro was on a treadmill blowing smoke out his mouth. This this is real life. Real life. He was he was on a treadmill smoking a blunt. Like they over here, they over here with a uh <laughs> they over here with a medicine ball doing sit-ups, smoking a blunt. I've I never really part I've never partook in weed, but it must be pretty good for you just want to multitask. I want to get high and burn calories at the same time. Like, <laughs> Crush said, what is Layton uh, Wolfen County play? I'm trying to pull up and catch that action. Uh, home game tomorrow, man. Um, playing at home, Crutch. Pull up, my dog. You hurt? Yes, a home game, 7, 7.30, something like that. You know what I mean? Pull up. It's going down. We play Pulaski or somebody, some something like that. It's going down. Uh, <laughs> said, uh, <laughs> where is this at? I do the damn Ray Lewis, uh, Ray Lewis dance at the door. <laughs> Cannabis and CrossFit, bro. Like they really working out and passing blunts around. That is a wild concept, and it's even more wild that they had a full class of people working out. And smoking weed. I don't understand. For all my weed smokers, I see Cuz talking about, he's talking about hell no. Uh, who else? Like, did this a weed smoker? Like, would you do cannabis and CrossFit? Is that your thing? Would you partake? <laughs> would you partake in such things? <laughs> yeah, that's wild. <laughs> so that's a real addiction if you can't stop to just exercise. No, I agree. I agree. That's that's wild. Cannabis and CrossFit. 
That's a, that that is a thing. You know what I'm saying? Also, um, get that round of applause cracking, man. Round of applause, man. <laughs> round of applause for the OG man, Deion Sanders, man. Uh, Deion Sanders and the Colorado Buffaloes, man. They are kicking ass and taking names right now, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, they just defeated Nebraska. Uh, they beat the brakes off Nebraska, and uh, they took it. They took it personal um, because you know they had a meeting. The team had a meeting in the middle of the field, like the Buffalo. Uh, they had a uh, you know meeting in the uh, middle of the field, and why they was trying to act innocent about it, it was a sign of disrespect. You know what I mean? And I get it. And they went out there and got their head cracked. So you know it is what it is. And I I, I don't. I don't think the college coaches like the fact that Dion's walking into their conference and getting all the notoriety and doing better than they could, than they've been trying to do the last four, five years they've been at their universities. You know what I mean? So these coaches is feeling the way all the way to the point where the next game they got is Colorado state, you know? So I guess that's an in-state rivalry. And the coach took a shot at Dion Sanders talking about, um, he said, uh, he said he doesn't care if, um, he doesn't care if Colorado Buffalo see it, but um, he was. Um, he said people should take their glasses and hat off when they speaking to people, because uh, as because uh, his manners or something like his mom taught him or something like it. He took a shot basically. So you know, Deion Sanders already done had a video out talking about you know they done made this one personal too. So the team then got turned up. And Colorado, uh, Colorado State just got blown out the last game they played. I think they lost by 30. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be nasty. It's going to be nasty. They probably going to let some of the recruits play. Like, it's going to be a nasty game, my boy. <laughs> Shout out to Dion. They said Dion's. they said the, 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 the last two games plus this one coming up is already sold out. They Like, this game is already sold out. And last week in the in the in the game before was sold out. And um last game was crazy because they had bro, they had Wu Tang at the game. Like they had Wu Tang clan at the game, Cameron was at the game, Stephen A, Shannon Sharp, Michael Irvin. I'm talking about you name it, dog. Everybody was there at the game to watch Colorado play. Dog. And I'm like, they done turned this into like, you know what I mean? Like, bro. They said that the economy made 18 million off of that off of that game that weekend. They, the economy made 18 million dollars off of Colorado having a home game last weekend. Like, bro, two days, two three days, they made 18 M's. The economy did. So that means all the hotels was booked up, all the restaurants was full. Deion Sanders came and stimulated the economy. That's why these coaches is mad. Because y'all just ain't even a blip on the radar. And he came and stimulated the whole economy. So, of course, they're going to pay him every dime that he asked for. And probably give him a bonus, too. Shout out to Dion, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to that boy Dion, man. That's hard. That made me want to go Colorado. I won't go Colorado and watch a game just to get in the atmosphere. They had students camping out since 6 in the morning to get tickets, to get their student tickets. And the line was wrapped around the building. People been there since six in the morning. Place don't open till like eleven, and they just standing in line to get their student tickets because they don't want to miss out to get on the game. Crazy, bro. Crazy atmosphere, man. Shout out to Dion, man. You know what I mean? Shout out to that ball. <laughs> 
what else we got? Um, for the people in the city, you did for the people in the city, man. Um, I need y'all to know. Um, you know, September twenty second, you heard September twenty second, um, at the Lexington Opera House, um, Chico Bean and Friends tour. You know what I mean? Osama been drinking, comedian Burpee, Kelly Kells, and myself on the show with Chico B, man, at the uh at the Lexington Opera House, man, September 22nd, man. So if you in town or if you in, if you close in close proximity, man, go and copy you some tickets and pull up, man, because uh it's gonna be it's gonna be the real deal, man. You know what I mean? Uh it's definitely going down. Also, also, you know what I'm saying? Don't get it twisted. You know what I mean? We got that real is rare merch on the on deck. You know what I'm saying? Real is rare. Stay true. That's that. That's that ransom pack right there. You know what I mean? Um, I'm also dropping two new designs um, in the next couple of months. I'm just holding on to them right now. I'm dropping two new designs. Um, definitely hit the merch store up. I got that work on that hoe. You did. Um, and you don't want to you don't want to miss out on that there. You know what I mean? And secondly, man. And, and lastly, man, you know what I'm saying? 200,000 followers on Facebook, man. Listen, man. It's a beautiful thing to grind, you know what I mean? It's a beautiful thing to grind. Some days it seems like the grind goes unnoticed, man. But one thing that I'll tell you, man. Consistency is a mug, man. Consistency will take you places that you never thought you'd go, you know what I mean? So shout out to uh, me hitting 200K, man. I'm from Lexington, Kentucky, man. You know what I mean? We don't, we don't never even we don't never even go too far, man. You know what I mean? I also want to say that September 27th, I'll be at the Louisville Comedy Club headlining. So if you're in Louisville, Kentucky, or you're surrounding areas, you come through. Check me out at the Louisville Comedy Club, you heard. It's going down, you know what I mean? Paducah, Kentucky, man, October 14th, with my boy Henry Welch. You know what I mean? We making it do what it do. I got other dates, man, but I forgot the location, so I can't say them. But, you know, episode 23 of the Roller Coaster podcast, man. You know what I mean? I feel like I've had a uh I've had a blast with you guys. I've had a ball. I appreciate everybody that rocks with me. I appreciate everybody that shows love. I'm not one of those content creators that make content and don't respond to the people who show me love in the comments. I rock with y'all for real. If y'all notice, we'll have full conversations in the comments. You DM me, I'm gonna respond back. I'm not one of them. You dig? Like it's real. Yeah. Yeah. I was great bust one real quick, but I ain't gonna do it, man. I ain't gonna do it, man. Yeah, matter of fact, I gotta bust a freestyle. 23. Yeah, you know it's been a while. Uh 200k subscribers, 200k followers. Yeah, we really wildin'. I feel like I'm on an island in my city. Cause I'm telling jokes and I'm just winning with it. It's like uh, I got a girl so pretty, or maybe I don't. I be out here like a ninja. You feel me? I'm really so cold. Young Steve's like a rug on the floor. I'm so thrilled. Uh, they don't even know my approach. I just kill him every time I'm on stage with the jokes. It's like, uh, 
They ain't realize that I'm cold. They ain't realize that I know what I know. Uh, I just got this so uh, it's like an old pro or OG. You know what I'm saying? I'm just riding on three like I'm hitting switches. Uh, getting riches, ducking bitches. Cause I ain't playing with them. Uh, I get the sword and I'm slaying them. Freestyling off of the top, I'm killing it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yo, man. <laughs> it's episode 23, man, of the Ariola Roller Coaster Podcast, man. I done had a ball with y'all tonight, man. If you ain't following me on YouTube, man, you know what I mean? Starks TV one, man. Um, you know what I mean? Cause I post different content everywhere because certain places my content won't work. And you know, I got haters, I got haters on the radar that's trying to take me down every day. Uh I, if you looked on Instagram and on Facebook, man, I got people reporting my stuff every day, trying to get me out the paint. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. So certain things I could post on TikTok that I can't, you know, that I can't post on TikTok that I could post on Instagram. Certain things I could post on Facebook, they won't make it on Instagram. Certain things that are make it on Instagram, they won't go on Facebook. So it's just kind of, you know, you got to be like in the realm of all of them to experience everything in its entirety. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know what I mean? Starks TV on YouTube, man. Comedian Larry Starks on Facebook. I'll put it up on the screen one more time. You did. Um, comedian Larry Starks on Facebook, man. And, um, you know, make sure y'all rock with me, man. Come in there and have a good time. I ain't even talking about necessarily the jokes. It's just it's the atmosphere, the people that you're chit-chatting with, man. It's just the engagement is, is, is a beautiful thing, man. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? Just rock with me. I appreciate everybody watching the podcast, man. Uh, for anybody that want to listen and people that's listening, man, I appreciate you in advance. This will be available on all streaming platforms, man, later tonight. Um, this is episode 23 of the uh, Ariola Roller Coaster Podcast, where we uh like to talk about titties and their effect on the economy. And we like to say we every time we see some areolas, goddamn. So you know what it is, man. It's your boy Stocks, man. And we up at the stage, man. <laughs> oh my God. Feel me. <laughs>